Hi, everyone. Thanks for taking the time to stop by our campfire. I'm your host, Cole Kelly. Summer camp provides everyone involved a great deal of fun and a surprising amount of learning as well. Yes, it's actually true. You can have a blast and still learn things that will help you later in life. And it doesn't matter if you're a seven-year-old first-time camper, a 16-year-old CIT, a college-age staff member, or a year-round professional with more than two decades under your belt. The idea of this podcast is to shine some light on those lessons learned at summer camp and then figure out how we can apply them in our lives going forward. I hope you'll enjoy what you're about to hear and find ways that you can put some of these ideas into work in your life back home. Now, from the outside looking in, I wouldn't be surprised if you thought summer camp was a pretty insular place. The camp spirit at each camp is very high. The traditions are all unique. The staff are fully engaged with how we at our camp do it. In fact, you'll often hear new staff members say, well, at my camp, we used to. (laughs) While each camp certainly has many reasons for their kids and staff to think only about themselves, every great camp that I know helps to develop generosity, altruism, and servant leadership among their campers and their staff members. During these hard times in the U.S. and around the world, I thought it'd be fun to explore how camp has helped one young person reach out and give back to his community. J.T. Richmond is a rising eighth grader from New Jersey, a great big brother to Robbie and Scarlett, and a fantastic example of someone who, because of camp, wants to give back. Without further ado, let's bring in my friend, J.T. Richmond. J.T. Richmond, man, it's so good to have you around the campfire. Hi. (laughs) So we have been around several campfires together uh, over the last many, many years. Uh, You've been an awesome camper at Camp Wakoyak. When you think about your experiences at Wakoyak for the last several summers. What are some of the things that stand out as kind of like your favorite memories? Well, some of my favorite memories are like 4th of July, because this eventful day has created so many memories throughout my years at camp. It's Mm -hmm. like a giant carnival, and I got to have fun with my friends and counselors. Yep. And so you guys usually build different carnival games. Do you remember like one carnival game that was like your favorite that you guys did at your bunk? Yeah, so one year when fidget spinners were very popular, Uh a lot of people had a lot of fidget spinners, and we would line, we all line them up, and everyone would just come over and play with the fidget spinners. (laughs) That was definitely crazy. What was it, like two years ago, three years ago, maybe? I'm pretty sure it was like three years ago. Yeah. The funny thing was we were cleaning up our house here over the break, you know, because the COVID quarantine, we, we stuck around. So we decided to clean stuff up. We found like half a dozen fidget spinners. And of course, all of my boys are still playing with them now three or four days later. They're so addictive. It's crazy. Um, all right. So this summer, obviously 2020, we didn't get a chance to have camp. What were some of the things you felt like you missed uh, by not having camp this year? Um, well, even though it was nice to spend a summer with my family mm-hmm. following three years of going to camp, mm-hmm. I did really miss the summer. I'm, I just missed the environment of waking up with all of my bunk mates and getting ready for an amazing day at camp. For next year, I'm probably most excited to see everybody again and enjoy all of the memorable camp aquatic traditions that yeah. make camp really special. 
That's awesome. So through this time, I mean, it'll be almost two years since you've been around the guys in your bunk and you guys have, have really formed a pretty tight relationship. Do you keep up with those guys, you know, throughout the year? Yeah, we have group chats and we talk a lot. Yeah. And do you guys like get together and play any Fortnite or anything like that together? Yeah, we play video games together. So. <laughs> so that's a big thing that's different, you know, from my day to your day. Like when I was playing video games, it was like Pac-Man and um, Space Invaders and Galaga and Defender, things like that. I can only, you know, just play on a video game with myself or with my brother as player two. You know, you guys can connect with kids everywhere instantaneously. Is that kind of crazy to you or is that like just a normal thing? For me, it's normal because that's what I'm used to. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's a good point. Do you think that having, I know this is a little off topic, but do, do you think having the video games, you know, like Fortnite or Among, Among Us or other things where you can connect with your guys um, that are all over the place, do you think that's helping you socially? Or do you think that that, like some parents think, oh, this is bad for kids to do this. What, what do you think? What's your opinion on it? I think that it's good because you get to socialize with people, especially during these times when you when you're at home and you can't really hang out with people in person mm-hmm. you have other ways to talk to them and interact with them other than coming in contact yeah do you think so like there's a saying that there can be too much of a good thing do you think there can be too much video games yeah too much is not that good for you yeah, like yeah. Just the right amount yep what's the right amount to you what's your opinion um for me i usually do like two hours a day okay that seems eminently doable right now, considering what's going on in the world. Um, and then here's the other question, though. You know, I said there can be too much of a good thing. Is, can there be too much of camp? No. <laughs> <laughs> so describe for our families that, you know, either have not gone to camp or parents that have you know, always heard from their kid you know, about being at camp, but maybe not believing it because, you know, sometimes our, we feel our children can embellish things a little bit. What are some of the best things about living in a bunk with 10 other guys and three counselors? Well, you just become really close with them and they they're, they just become your family and you're always with them and you just create amazing memories with them. What do you think it, it takes to create that? Like if you were going to talk to a camper who is brand new to camp, has never been to, to any camp, no matter whether it comes to Wequaic or he or she comes to Wequaic or, or anywhere else, what would you tell them, like as a person who's been to camp a couple of years, what, what advice would you give them going into camp? Just be yourself and be willing to talk to anyone. Mm. That's the best way. Yeah. Yeah. People. Yeah, I think that's that's a huge part. Sometimes kids go in and try to be someone that they aren't, and that's too hard to keep up. Um, and other times, all you got to do is talk. Like you said, just reach out to people um, and have a blast with it. And maybe listen to your counselors too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> all right. So, man, you're now 13, which is hard to me to be even believing because, you know, the first time I met you, you're a lot younger. Uh, and I feel like time has not flown by, but it has. And, and you're just getting bigger and stronger and older every day. As 13 year old, though, this is your bar mitzvah year. Um, for those who, who might not know what a bar mitzvah is, what, what is it? Could you explain it? It's a celebration when you turn 13 for the Jewish religion. Mm-hmm. I don't know much about it, really, <laughs> the details. 
Yeah. Well, so my understanding of it is that it, it comes, it's a very long old tradition, right? It's been around for thousands of years, right? Yes. Okay. And my understanding is that it's an invitation to young people to go from the time with their children to now when they're being considered more of an adult. Um, I think, I think that's kind of, have you heard that as well? Yeah, I've heard that. Okay. Got it. So does that like, you know, make you feel a little daunted? Is it mean, is that like a little scary? The idea that now you're going to become more like an adult? Um, it doesn't scare me, but I'm, I'm excited to have it and I'm excited for my future. Nice. That's awesome. Well, I'm excited for your future as well. Now, one of the things that I know a lot of kids do during their bar mitzvah years, they, or their bat mitzvah year for, for the girls, um, th- you'll do a project, something that's going to give back to the community around you. Um, what's, what have you chosen to do this year as your bar mitzvah project? For my mitzvah project, I'm collecting cans to cash in for five cents each at my local grocery store. My goal is to raise $6,500 by September of 2021 to donate to a nonprofit organization called Scope USA. Scope USA is the organization that will send the underprivileged kid that I'm raising money for to camp in exchange for their commitment to stay in school. That is awesome. All right. So we know Scope very well on the Campfire Conversation and at Camp Quake as well, because we've, we've worked with them in the past. All right. $6,500 in cans. All right. Five cents a can. How many cans does that mean? I'm pretty sure it is 150000 or 350000 I'll have to calculate it. <laughs> That's a lot of cans, JT. Yeah. That is crazy. All right. So how are you going about, I mean, obviously you're not going to go yourself and, you know, buy a hundred thousand cans of soda and drink them all and, and turn them in. How are you going about collecting all these cans? So I'm going to have everyone I know and make the entire community aware of mm-hmm. my project. And the way that they can help me is save up their cans that they drink from and drop it off at my house, or they can go to their local grocery store and cash it in for five cents each, and then put that money into my Venmo, which is set up in my website. Okay, so and you get my website. Web, what, what's the yeah, website? My website JT's Mitzvah Pro, JT's Mitzvah Project.com. That's J T S M I T Z V A H. P-R-O-J-E-C-T.com. Fantastic. All right. We're going to put a link up uh, in the show notes to that and we'll, we'll plaster it everywhere because, you know, that this is a, a great thing to do. So tell me, why did you pick Scope? I picked Scope because I know that there's a lot of connections between Camp Aquatic and Scope mm-hmm. and they help kids go to camp who may not be able to afford it. Camp experience influenced my to to be my decision to be generous in this way because of my love for Camp Aquatic and the fact that it's my second home. I, I instantly knew that I wanted someone else who may not be able to have this experience of camp to receive the opportunity to experience it. Man, that is a that's a wonderful gift you're giving somebody. It, you know, to me, I've always said that if camp is the right fit for a kid 
it is the best gift that they can get because you get so much from it. You don't even know you're getting it. You, you just, you're having fun, but yet you're also growing up and, and making relationships and learning how to interact with the world in, in such healthy, wonderful ways. And why do you think going to camp would be important for somebody if, like from, from your standpoint? Um, camp is a great experience. And I think everyone should be able to experience it because it's, it forms great memories and you'll always remember every single moment at camp. Uh, that's awesome. So what about, I mean, this is a very generous thing and this is a hard thing to do. I mean, collecting 130,000 cans. I did the math real quickly. 130,000 cans. You know, that's a, that's a lot of work. What, what is it about, what are some of the things from camp that have kind of pushed you in this, this way? I mean, this is a hard thing to do. It's a generous thing to do. What, what things in, from camp have kind of pushed you this way? Well, it makes me more giving and thoughtful and altruistic mm-hmm. because I think camp does make kids altruistic, giving and thoughtful because they're living with their friends and learning to be there for one another, like a family. Mm-hmm. For example, like cleanup hour is an hour after breakfast that encourages campers to work together with their bunk mates and clean their bunk to reach a certain goal, which is winning cleanest bunk of the week. <laughs> This teaches them how to work together and help each other out. That's awesome. It's funny. I've, I've never once thought of cleanup being a way to add altruistic feelings uh, and habits in yourself. I've always thought of it as you know, it's a great team building thing to do. It's a great way to build independence and learn about consequences, both positive and negative. Um, but the fact that it's going to actually help somebody learn how to help others is awesome. So how can people help? I know you, you mentioned a little bit. How can people help you raise, you know, 130,000 cans? You said they can bring them to your house. You can make a donation. Those are the two ways. There, I'm also going to be hosting events that can help raise money, like doing car washes mm-hmm. and soccer games and driving movies. Nice. All right. Fantastic. And when are you trying to get all this done by? September, 2021. All right. So September 21. So we can figure out. And now, so it's really like where I am in Georgia, we don't have, you know, five cents for, for cans sort of thing. Um, and even I think maybe around camp, we don't, but um, can, can the person who wants to give money, they can just give it you know, to your, your Venmo account and say, hey, you know, here's enough for 20 cans. Here, here's a dollar, you know, something like that. That can be done? Yes, that works. Okay, fantastic. And how much have you raised so far? So far, I have collected a lot of cans, but mm-hmm. I've not gone and cashed them in yet. Okay. Well, you're going to have a really full garage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's going to be a lot. Holy cow. Um, well, fantastic. So uh, one thing I, I have to ask, because you call it the canteen drive. So why canteen? So I, I chose canteen because, well, canteen is an activity at camp, which is definitely one of my favorites, which is why <laughs> I wanted to make it the title of my mitzvah project. Um, during canteen, I just love being with my friends and counselors and anyone who goes to Camp Aquatic or Camp that has Canteen probably really loves it like I do. 
And so what, what is, what is it specifically? Because there's some people that didn't go to camp that are listening that, that don't know what canteen is. So what is canteen? Canteen is a time to relax with your friends and counselors, just to have downtime and eat candy. <laughs> there you go. So now, but in different camps do it differently, but at our camp, how do we do it? Do you get as much candy as you want? No, you get one candy and one slushy. Slushy. All right. What's your favorite slush puppy uh, flavor? Um, I like the cherry cola. Oh, solid. A great pick. Another reason why I chose the name Canteen is because can is I'm collecting cans and teen, I'm going into my teen years. So you put it together, it's Canteen. Yep, absolutely. That, that's a good one. Not only are you doing it, but you also love it. <laughs> Yeah, do you know the story of, of how we got all the crazy ones like, you know, uh, trash can and nuclear waste and tiger's blood and all that? Have you heard that? No. All right, so there is uh, an old camper. He'd been with us for, in fact, he was an all-around camper. This guy named Sam Slavkin. You've probably seen Sam at camp because he was a counselor the last couple of years and did a lot of the video stuff. Um, one day down at, at canteen when sam was a cit he asked me cole can we please make up some flavors like sam knock yourself out but you know good good luck have a good time a week later i go down and i'm going to help out with canteens kind of connect with the kids and have some fun and one of these kids comes up to me and says oh hey cole can i please have a vanilla charles charleston chew and a nuclear waste slush puppy i was like um excuse me we we've got lemon lime we've got sour apple we've got cherry we've got what's this nuclear waste and he goes oh just look at the chart and sam had made a chart that said it's one you know square of this 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 and this that's a nuclear waste i'm like oh so then i get the tiger's blood and then i get the radioactive thing and then i get all these different so i have to look at the list that sam slavkin made to come up with all these flavors pretty cool cool <laughs> i thank him for coming up <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very creative. That's, that's the beauty of camp is very creative. All right. So last piece, uh, and, and I didn't prepare you for this question. Um, why should a kid go to camp? Not just, you know, McCoy, obviously, but any camp. Why should they go to camp? What are your top reasons? Um, my top reasons are just that it's great bonding time and it teaches you how to be with other people mm -hmm. and interact with other people mm -hmm. on a daily basis. What about when things don't go well? Like when, cause you know, there, there are arguments in a bunk or, you know, you don't win the game or there there's, or you miss home. Like what are some of the things you feel like you have done or seen done around you that really helped get kids kind of back going again? Just keep your head up high and work things out because after all, you're living with every single camper in the entire camp, mm -hmm. and you just want to have the best experience ever. It's awesome. It's awesome. Well, man, JT, as always, it's, it's a lot of fun to have you around a campfire with me, pal. Uh, and I'm so proud of you for doing something so great to help uh, your community. Obviously, you're going to help recycle a bunch of cans, which is a great thing to do just for our environment. Uh, and also, you're going to use that to send uh, kids to camp, which, you know, what a great way to pay the, the experience that you've had forward so that others can enjoy that. So well done, my man. I'm, I'm really proud of you. Thank you. All right. We'll see you around the campfire for real in a couple of months. Okay. Okay.
Can't wait. I am so pleased that the time at summer camp has led JT to use his upcoming celebration to make camp possible for others who wouldn't otherwise afford it. If you've listened to the Campfire Conversation in the past, you'll know we're big fans of Scope and the work that they're doing to help get kids out of cities and into great camps each summer. I'm thrilled that JT is helping to raise both awareness and funds for them. In times of uncertainty, that great modern-day sage, Mr. Rogers, said that kids should look to the helpers. We're proud of JT for putting what he's learned both at camp and in his home into practice. By doing so, he's serving as a helper and is certainly someone that younger kids can look up to as an example. And frankly, we adults need to follow his lead. If you're back home and you're already being generous and helping others, that's awesome. Keep it up. If you find yourself doing a bit more navel-gazing than is healthy, well, then perhaps it's time to get out of your current comfort zone and put your gifts to work in a way that will help others. Whether it's a caring word, some precious time, or a helping hand, the more we give, the better off we'll all be. Thanks, JT, for being a great example for us all. If you'd like to support JT's cause, you can learn more about it at jtsmitzvah.com. That's M-I-T-Z-V-A-H project.com. You could also donate directly at justgiving.com slash fundraising slash J-T-S canteen. Thanks for taking the time to listen. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please leave a rating on whichever service you're using to listen to and share it with your friends. Our campfire circle is big enough for everyone to enjoy. We'll see you next time around the campfire. Until then, be good and do good. Thanks again to our friends at Scope for sponsoring the Campfire Conversation podcast. Scope stands for Summer Camp Opportunities Promote Education. They provide children from underserved communities with life-changing opportunities through the experience of summer camp. Scope campers benefit from a positive, safe, and healthy environment led by excellent role models who give them the chance to develop their full potential. We both believe that summer camp reinforces what children learn in school and enhances overall academic learning. If you would like to help give some wonderful children a life-changing experience, I hope you'll join me in supporting Scope. You can find them online at scopeusa.org and on social media at support scope.